Weekend Breakfast with Rufilo Mpakanyane on 702. So today with uh, Nikki Bush, our human potential and parenting expert, we're exploring the kind of uh, stability that children need in order to thrive, right? What kind of environment should you be setting up and creating and establishing so that uh, the ch- your children um, uh, the, your children get the best of you, get the best of home, get the best of the resources at hand and uh, turn into adults that will make you and make themselves proud, right? Reach their full potential. So today we're taking a look at four basic foundations, diets or inputs that every child needs. Good morning, Nikki. We can't have this conversation enough, can we? (laughs) We can't, we can't. But what I'd like to kick off with this morning is Mm. to give our listeners a visual picture of what we're talking about. So I want you to imagine a pyramid, a three-dimensional pyramid. And a three-dimensional pyramid has got a base and it's got four sides. So it's not just like a triangle, which has got three sides. It's got four sides in 3D. So we're going to talk about the four sides of that pyramid to give children stability. And this idea actually came about when I was uh, delivering a presentation to uh, a few hundred clinical dietitians Mm -hmm. (laughs) who were working with parents and children. And so that's where the word diet came in, of course. And I thought it was quite... um, quite a nice topic for this morning because diet is like input. You know, what do we put into our bodies? Um, What do we put into our minds? And what do children really need? So let's talk about those four sides. And I, I also want to say to parents, I think it's important to ask yourself, what do you want for your child? What do you want your child to be able to do? Mm. And when I ask audiences, you know, what's your wish for your children? The first hand up says happiness and the second hand up says success. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more than that if you want your child to actually thrive independently of you. So the kind of questions or, or what do you want for your child devolves to things like, do you want your child to have energy for learning? Mm. Do you want them to be able to concentrate? Do you want them to have fitness and stamina? Do you want them to be able to go to the toilet independently of you one day? <laughs> them, yeah. All those parents with very young children right now who keep hearing this, mommy, <laughs> and they have to go and help. Here's an interesting one, to be able to fall asleep on their own. That is self-regulation, and sure. it's a very important life skill. Do you want them to be able to dress themselves, feed themselves? Do you want them to be good problem solvers? How about social skills? Do you want your kids to have friends? Do you want them to be able to um, comfortably switch between being on a screen and being off a screen? Mm. What about bullying and feeling safe and secure? You know, these are things that I, I think happen those questions we kind of have going on in our subconscious but we don't often really think about what are the skills that our children are going to need to back all of that up sure how does that translate i like i like the fact that you know you you asked that question you got a very sort of broad wide-ranging answer initially uh, and as you talk it forces us to get granular right really really specific about what it is that we wish for our children and then it forces you to you know introspect quite a bit and then get to and you'll unpack for us you know the four the tenets of the, of um, mm. the diet right but it really then does force 
force you to talk about and to develop strategies around how exactly you're going to provide um, uh, inputs and create, make sure oh. that your children get those four elements. So run us through the, through those those elements. What do children really need when it comes to um, when it comes to that input or the four different diets uh, in order to thrive? Yeah, so none of those questions that we've just posed um, actually happen in, an, in a vacuum. Those skills are not created in a vacuum. So the first diet, let's look at the physical diet. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, these are things we really can have a lot of, you know, all of these things. We as parents have a lot of input, a lot of control over. So do parents know that water wakes up and makes up the brain? The brain is made up of about, about 70% water. And yet you have so many parents who bring their children up on high sugary drinks all the time. You know, that's one really easy thing that you can teach your children um, by just, you know, what you put on the table at the end of the day yeah. and what you introduce from a very young age. And, you know, we're not talking here about, um, you know, this is what uneducated parents need to know. I know highly educated parents, like well, highly, highly, highly. I think, Nikki, sorry, I am interjecting, but I think to that point, you know, sometimes when you just when you've got too much money to play around with uh, and you 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 don't keep it simple because you know you think you need to start buying this grabbing that because you've got that money that disposable income and as you said you could quite frankly not introduce those uh juices those slushies those you know uh (laughs) you know all these various things water on the table is really all that's necessary and we're not saying deny your child, but I'll give you an example of really wealthy, highly educated parents who used to put their baby to sleep with Nesquik, chocolate Nesquik every night. And that mm. child lost all of his teeth by the age of three because they'd rotted. Mm. <laughs> you know, sure. Like, duh. <laughs> <But> it's <amazing>. <laughs> <Sometimes> <laughs> we really doff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to spend too much time on the, on the physical diet thing because we know things like fruit and vegetables and calcium and dairy and protein and all mm-hmm. of those. But things like a pre, pre- and probiotic, that's uh, something that's, that's more modern in terms of making sure your kids get, say, a bit of natural yogurt or a, a prebiotic supplement because the gut has got so much intelligence and we need to make sure our kids have got a healthy gut. That's where your serotonin is made, your happiness hormone. So that's important. And then, of course, with um, th- th- there's, there's the whole thing of movement um, in terms of the physical diet, that kids need to move and they need to sleep a lot. Mm. Because so much of the learning that takes place, the real understanding and the action replay of the learning that happened in the day happens at night when your kids sleep. So never, never underestimate the importance of sleep in a child's life. Then the emotional diet. Well, we are trading time and attention with our children. They understand love as T-I-M-E. That, of course, is the biggest challenge for, for very busy parents. And I really want to say to parents, we need to kill super mom and super dad. That whole idea of super mom and super dad does not exist except maybe on maybe one day out of 30, you might get it all right. Sure. So let's just think about dynamic balance, not perfect balance. That seesaw must be in constant motion. It mustn't be getting stuck up 
or down, but it's always going up and down. Mm, absolutely. And that is what you need to aim for. Mm. So less perfection and more connection and really turning very ordinary moments into extraordinary memories and learning experiences. So when you're in the car, you use that time to connect with your child and talk your child clever. When you're in the kitchen, when you're cooking, when you're eating, when you're bathing, when you're dressing your child, these are all opportunities to educate your child. I love that. Let's talk the next diet, which is the learning diet. And I think one that is um, really weighing heavily on our minds as South Africans, because we know what lockdown and COVID have done to um, schools, have done to schooling and the opportunity for children to get an education. It really, really has impacted so much. Yeah, big, big thing. So understand that children are multisensory learners and the more senses they use in an activity, the more they will understand and remember. So we're talking real concrete learning, which is why I have such a passion for play with toys, because that's a real concrete learning experience versus the virtual one. And in that age range of under nines, we Mm -hmm. need as much real as possible. And Repetition. Parents don't understand the power of repetition. The children need to do things over and over and over again. And they need their curiosity piqued by the world around them. They need to explore. So self-discovery really provides that joy and meaning. And I think that is one of the things that is really missing in our virtual hybrid education at the moment Mm. is um, the self-discovery is really lacking because kids are almost having to learn, um, I don't want to say by rote, but everything is so pre-prepared and pre-planned because it has to be that that incidental learning of going off on a tangent in a conversation with a class is difficult when you are in a virtual situation. Mm, absolutely. Um, understandably, so, and understandably so, right? If you, I'm sure you've experienced this and walk, walked in on a Google Classroom session or a Zoom class and it can get rowdy. There's no space for or opportunity for spontaneity with uh, 30, you know, with 20 kids or 22 kids, you know, shouting back at one teacher. It's garbled. Yeah. It's a mess. So yeah, it, it has its limitations. Nikki, expand for me on that idea of self-discovery as well in an environment where um, uh, travel or leaving the house is restricted, interacting with your friends is restricted. Now children are homebound or housebound. And uh, what are we doing? We say to them, sit still, don't make a mess, I'm don't right. make a noise. <laughs> yeah, and and so we're, we're watching everything that they do, these poor things. They don't have a chance. They don't stand yeah. a chance. They are literally under the microscope, mi- microscope or like us on the end of a camera. Uh, you know, all day. And um, so little things that we can do uh, in terms of discovery. What you can do is go and get yourself one of those bug boxes. If you've got a garden or if you've got a local park, there's little bug boxes that have a magnifying glass on the top. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, teach your kids to collect things and examine them and look at them and um, and, and talk about the ecosystems that the ant belongs to, etc. You know, so it's once again, it's that talking to children clever situation. Yeah. If you've got a little, little one who's in preschool and they're learning colors and shapes, uh, you need to say things like, go and find mummy something red 
in your bedroom and bring it back mm. um, and get them to match the shoes in pairs and match the socks in pairs. Can you see the activity, the doing, the movement, the... Um, you know, the chores, I love it. <laughs> the chores, absolutely. There's so much learning and emotional connection in doing the chores. So yeah. a lot of what I'm talking about is on the way. It, you don't have to make special allowance for it and make extra time for it. It's parenting on the run. Mm. And then the last media diet, and obviously there's about 10 uh, bullet points under each of these that we could discuss. And everything is in a blog on NikkiBush.com. So if people want to go and get the full um, lowdown here. But the media diet, this is an important thing because our kids are increasingly behind a screen. So... Number one, don't allow your children to fall asleep in front of a screen. This is 101 of parenting. They need to be a regular go-to-sleep time, and they need to learn how to put themselves to sleep without the doo-doo blanket of TV Mm. um, or your iPad or your phone. Okay, And this is common, common, more common than you think, that parents are defaulting to giving their Are you seeing that increasingly in your work, Nikki? Sorry, am I seeing that? Are you seeing that increasingly in your work? Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. In fact, parents say, uh, my child won't fall asleep unless they're in front of a screen and my child won't eat unless they have an iPad or the TV on. <laughs> and those are two fundamental self-regulation skills that children need to master at an early age that mm. they're not mastering. And it's another, there's another one that's similar to this. And it's that children are not being taken out of nappies, being potty trained until the age of four or five because of the convenience of pull-up nappies. Yo, Nikki, four or five is... <laughs> I mean, what I experienced, uh, obviously times are different, but what I experienced with my own uh, child was, you know, going to nursery school and I, I, I don't want to call it peer pressure, but that's effectively what it was. You know, seeing all these other kids toddling off to the toilet by themselves had her going, hang on a moment, I want to be a big girl or a big boy. Four or five seems extreme. And that is because parents are not taking on the challenge mm. because it's just too easy and convenient to keep your child in nappies. Um, and and, it, and it's not sure. good for them. It's a self-regulation skill yeah. and it's a self-control mechanism that they need to learn. And it's about empowerment over your life and sure. your senses and being able to read your senses. So, yes. The learning diet is about engaging your child's curiosity about the world around them. And, of course, self-discovery provides joy and meaning. And play is the least stressful way that your child can learn absolutely Mm, anything. mm, mm. Within the media diet, Nikki, you've spoken about screen time and just regulating that, being very cognizant of how much time or how much screen time your child is exposed to anything else that comes up for you where you can start to model or ways to model positive engagement with the me with um in that media diet as opposed to restrictive and, and you know a, a, an oppositional um sort of oh, posture absolutely you know we don't live in an either or world it's a both and world and so children need to be allowed to be on screens but age appropriately so if they're under five then it's short bursts of 15 or 20 minutes with real playtime in between and um, you know so always ask yourself what other activities is my child not doing besides being on a screen and the answer is yes you can watch TV yes you can do gaming and here's your time restriction and after that 
you're going outside to go go on the jungle gym or we're going for a cycle we're going for a walk and then also to talk to your kids like we talked about last week uh, when we were talking about reading ask your children what they saw on a screen sure so what was the name of the main character what was the name of the mum um there was a dog what was the name of the dog what color was the dog how many brothers and sisters did that child have so were they actually paying attention when they were on that screen all right fantastic stuff really really key um yeah become that mom or that dad that turns everything into a uh, watching or reading and comprehension moment <laughs> On your way, not in your way. So make it easy for yourself. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. What toy are you reviewing for us this week, Nikki? I am so excited about this toy review of the week. And it's for Buildzi, B-U-I-L-D-Z-I. Buildzi by Karma Games, Karma with a C. And I have to tell you that this has to be my best game of 2021 so far. So what, how does it work? It's, you know, just to give a description, it, it puts me in mind of Jenga, but uh, I'm guessing that's not at all how it works. But it's those kinds I of knew. sort of building blocks, right? I knew you were going to say that. Sure. I knew. This is so not Jenga. <laughs> um, it's probably because Jenga is where you build a tower and then you pull the blocks out. Yes. And you see how soon it's going to fall down. You know, you've got to try not to make it fall down. Buildy is really simple and easy to learn. And it's from the makers of the fabulous Tenzi and Flapsy games. Uh-huh. And you are building a tower with brightly colored three-dimensional geometric shapes. So there's an, a big L, there's a T, there's a cross, there's a zigzag. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are um, 32 of these shapes. There are four sets and they're in eight colors, so four sets of eight shapes. So up to four players can play at a time. And you have these copy cards, which have got these towers, 32 different, differently constructed towers with those shapes in different orders. Uh-huh. And it's all about stacking the shapes one on top of the other as fast as you can to beat your opponents and getting them to balance. Because imagine an L shape on top of a zigzag on top of a U shape etc. Sounds like fun. (laughs) This this involves balance, spatial planning, problem solving, fine motor coordination and what I love about this game is that there are in the instructions seven different ways to play but so many more than that and so this would be that fabulous party game if you had ten or or ten kids round you could play with ten children or a family game you know one of those family games when you have the family round for a roast Mm -hmm. Um, with granny and grandpa and aunties and uncles you could play this game as a group but you could also play using these copy cards um, and Oh, it's brilliant. Matching, <laughs> sorting, categorizing. You can see how excited I am. About I can this. see, I can see. Uh, and also, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing because 367 is the price yeah. point, right? I'm laughing because um, you're talking about uh, Bilzi, and I'm thinking of a moment just this week we're playing pickup sticks. Something so simple, so engaging, and of course, this rivalry that you know gets established within a few seconds. I can only imagine this uh, doing the same thing, and the competition yeah, is think- lots of fun. Yeah, you've actually picked up the energy behind this game around the pickup sticks, the Jenga energy, but this is faster than all of that. Available at Pegasus Toy Shop, it's the online toy store, and Raru and, um, and Take-A-Lot for 367 Rand. And of course, go on to nickybush.com, look for toy reviews, 
and you will pick up my tour review and a video there. Lovely stuff. Nikki Bush, always enjoy our conversations. Looking forward to our chat next weekend.